Welcome to the Marketing for Business podcast. This is your host, Scott Wilson. Mike Blackburn, welcome to the Marketing for Business podcast. G'day, Scott. How are you? Mate, I'm awesome. I'm looking forward to our chat today. We've known each other for a while. Yes. And I want to talk about your business journey from going from uni uh, to where you are now, one of the uh, one of the the guys behind the building co-op. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've noticed recently you're causing a real stir in the marketplace with your understanding of what's going on in the building industry, the building mm-hmm. market, the multiple uh, dwelling market, and you know you've actually just come from the council doing a, that's a right. two-hour yeah, presentation this, this morning. Yes, that's right. Yep. You're, you're yeah. in hot demand. <laughs> <laughs> I am flat out, mate. Hey, so let's let's start. Where did you get started? You know, in your business journey, but also you know, doing what you're doing. Obviously, went to university. What did you study? Uh, well, I, I did an MBA, sort of, um, sort of in the very early 2000s, and and it's it really is a, um, a, a an interesting story from where you start to where you end up. And look, yeah. I, I say quite regularly, I know. I know very little about the construction industry. Over the last ten years, I've I've learnt an awful lot. But when yeah. I when I started, um, I, I've been getting the building consent data from local councils for for quite some time, and that, that was purely just a a management process to yeah. understand the data. Because yeah. one of the things that I did know about the construction industry is that, with all due respect to all my friends and colleagues who are builders out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Builders often don't pay much attention to what's going on in the marketplace. Yeah. Th- th- those things that influence the market, and so so are you, are you looking at like the bigger picture. They're in, they're doing the whacking and cracking, yep, but yep, you're looking yep. at the bigger picture. That's absolutely right. And 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 so so what my MBA taught me was was critical analysis to look at, at the data, to read the market, and to to understand what was going on. And and just to sort of give you some context for those people who aren't from Christchurch, following the the, the Christchurch earthquakes, yep. um, we had a massive building boom here. And um, it was quite clear from the data that by 2014, we had replaced all the houses that had been knocked down. Yeah, and, yeah. and in actual fact, we had overbuilt. overbuilt. And, and, and so it was clear to me that the the number of building consents that were being issued was, was going to come down and, and that that was going to have a major impact on the forward workflow yeah. of, of builders and tradies and painters and plumbers and, and, and everyone in the construction industry. And and so so that was where the idea of the co-op came from. Yeah, yeah. Is is that I got together with some, some, some colleagues and and we saw that that small and medium sized builders they really struggle yeah, yeah. Um, to compete with the, the larger group home builders um, with the ability to get discounts for for building materials. Yeah. And so so the the original idea was. We thought if we could get thirty builders together, cool. um, that, that you know, all building you know three or five houses a year, that we'd be able to to negotiate some really good deals. Well, you know, five years later, we've now got more than a thousand shareholders wow. New Zealand wide, and we are one of the largest buyers of building materials in New Zealand. So, so that that journey, yeah, yeah. Um, which started from a really simple idea based on data that the building industry was going to decline and we've been able to turn that into um, um, a really really massive business opportunity yeah. that's awesome so we'll, we'll unpack that as we go because I find I find that you know like sometimes when you data can be really boring right but 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 if you understand the data you can actually add a lot of value to people mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of value to businesses and mm-hmm. I think that's the, the the thing I wanted to talk to you today about and obviously then also look at this whole multi-dwelling scenario and, mm-hmm. and, and the information that's out there at the moment because look let's be honest we're in a time right now where it's getting particularly very hard for for the construction industry um, developers etc you know and you don't have to you know you see them Every day in the newspaper, going going to the wall and stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah so it's tough. I think if you wish share some information today, that maybe can actually even help them um, further to that. So, so the co- the co op though, when you look at say a co op, what essentially is a co op? It's um, the best way I describe it is is we're a little bit like farmlands. But specifically for builders and tradies. Yeah. So, so, so because we're we're a co-op, to become a member of the co-op, yeah. you become a shareholder. Okay. So that, that's the legal technical side of things. Yeah. But but basically, it's a it's a bunch of um, people in the same industry, yeah. and 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 we're using um, their combined buying power yeah. to be able to negotiate better deals than they'd be able to 
negotiate on their own. Yeah. Would you do this power in numbers, right? The, the ab, strength ab, in numbers. Look, 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 look ab, absolutely. And, and the, the other thing, um, and this is sort of a, a little bit of a side effect consequence, is, is that, and, and certainly in this time when um, we are facing some challenges going yeah. forward during the supply chain crisis, um, a lot of our shareholders came to us for advice. What, yeah. What's actually going on in the market? Can, yeah, you, yeah. can you help us with things like um, dealing with councils and the time it's taking to get oh, building wow. consents processed? Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and so that's, uh, and, and certainly equally, Following the uh, the recent flooding in the North yeah. Island, we've been able to sort of pull a lot of resources and we've we've got a lot of contacts, a lot of knowledge in the yeah. industry, which just we can sort of feed back to the the, the broader market yeah. just to help them. Because again, you, as you said before, a lot of these guys spend all their days on the tools, yeah. you know, um, 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 building houses and, and all that sort of stuff, and they they don't have the time or the, the, the resources or the knowledge to be able to source that wider information, yeah. which is, is so critical to any industry. Yeah, and, and like, yeah, and I guess that's the, the, the knowledge source that you've got there. Um, but a thousand, a thousand shareholders plus, you know, like, you, but you started with 30. So what was the, <laughs> what was the idea there? Because I know talking from you guys, you, you know, you even had some companies say, hey, we'll, we'll come when you're bigger and or we'll be a supplier when you're bigger. You know, um, so you started with 30. What was the concept behind? Like, what was your... The, the, the underlying principle, and, and it's exactly the same today, was to, to be able to use the volume of all of our spend of all of our shareholders yep. to, to get a better deal than they would be able to negotiate individually. Now, when we first started talking to suppliers... You're absolutely right. We yeah. had a lot of bugger yeah. off and, yeah, and come yeah. back and see us when you've got a room full of builders. But yeah. we, we we genuinely believed in the principle. Mm. Um, and and so we just kept knocking on doors. Yeah. Um, and, and certainly during the very, very early days, some of our first suppliers that came on board it was a real leap of faith. They yeah. they said, "Look, look, I like the idea, yeah. and we'll take a punt on you." I guess they had to be worried about who they were supplying already, right? So mm. you kind of got so you got there's a little bit of the mafia, not mafia, but there is a little <laughs> bit of you know there's a big supply. Look, I know what, I, 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 look, I, look, I know what you mean. They'll yes. protect their patch, right? Mm-hmm. So so you know for them to come on and support you would have been a leap of, would have been a leap of faith. That, that, that's right, and and certainly in the early days when when we really did only have a you know the, the thirty that we launched with mm. um, uh, these guys really gave us the benefit of the doubt uh, look we've had to do some really really hard work and yeah. and uh, those the, the five years that we've spent to to get to this point here um, has has been a, a a challenge at times yeah but but constantly constantly we've we've been having new shareholders come on board and and what I really really love is the stories that these guys yeah. tell us about how much money they're saving um, and the opportunity that that gives them to be competitive in the marketplace. Yeah, true. Because they're up against the the big builders and stuff like that who can buy a lot. Um, And, yeah, so you're giving the little guy essentially a a chance to compete. Yeah, yeah. um, 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 One one of our marketing catchphrases is um, levelling the playing field. Yeah, nice. (laughs) So, like... When you when you think what, like how much would you be saving someone like what what's an an average look, uh, look that, that really is hard to say look we did a uh, we did an analysis with Bunnings and I'm I'm probably going to get these numbers wrong but um, it was just through Bunnings alone we were saving our shareholders. I want to say twelve million dollars over wow. over what they would have been paying. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Look, I, I, that's substantial, I, I, right? Look, look it's, it's absolutely substantial, yeah. and uh, so, so I can't, I can't give you the exact numbers because mm. sometimes that's a little bit difficult to calculate. Yeah. But um, um, we are, and it'd be fair to say we're, we're probably amongst the top ten buyers of building materials across New Zealand wow. at the moment. So that's yeah, yeah. From, from from nothing to so that in five years. years. Yeah. yeah. And that would have started to snowball, right? Like as people yes. start to talk. Mm-hmm. Do you still hold events for your builders or your shareholders and stuff? Uh, look, 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 absolutely. Sort of over over the last wee while with sort of COVID restrictions and then mm. supply chain and all those other sort of things, That's that's been a little bit different. I'm off to Auckland um, uh, tomorrow actually nice. to sort of spend the day up there meeting with, uh, um, with, a, with a couple of our shareholders and a, and a couple of our suppliers because we're, we're constantly looking for 
uh, for new suppliers. We yep. sort of want to add to that um, uh, that, that that pool of, of people that um, we've got access to. Um, but equally, just telling those good news stories yep. from our shareholders because. Often in the in the construction industry, certainly in that small to medium um, enterprise space, um, word of mouth from and, and you, you would know yeah. this. Word word yeah. of mouth is just as valuable yeah. as as me being able to pr- produce something that sort of says, yeah. "Oh, you'll you'll save a thousand dollars from Bunnings." You yeah. know, well, I always say, you know, like uh, in in the perfect world, um, get known by the success of your clients. So the more you can do to show that success of your clients and your mm-hmm. customers, the better, right? Because yes. it's better for them to say it than for you to say it. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> and so, so you'll have a. What, what are some of like? Do you, do you like? Yeah, have have you seen any like companies just really grow from being part of the co-op? Like, um, uh, that come to mind? Yeah. Look, look, we, we've got a, a couple of guys that, that that I sort of I've known even before they become shareholders in um uh, in, in in the co-op and um. Um, one one of the stories that I tell regularly is um, is um, um, we've got a guy who's a um, he was a cabinet maker, yeah. and and he already had a trade account with Noel Leemings, and so he phones me up and he goes, Mike, he goes, um, I'm we're, we're redoing um, um, one of the one of the rental properties we own, and he said um, he says I've already got a quote from Noel Leemings on my trade account. He says I'll email it to you, and if you can get me a quote. From Noel Lemmings for the CBS price, he said, "If you can save me a thousand bucks, then then I'll join the co-op." <laughs> so I, I, I email us off to uh, to Noel Lemmings, and I, I think I think the the total price for all their appliances was was fifteen thousand dollars. Well, um, we got a quote back from um, from Noel Lemmings, and I think it was. I think it was eleven thousand oh. dollars. So, so, so a, a substantial saving. Okay. Um, and and he just goes, he goes, well, I don't, know, I don't need to know any more than that. No, no. So, so that's just uh, that's just one example. And I have a big screen TV as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, but 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 there's there's another thing that we we encourage um, our, our builders and our, our shareholders to do is, is talk to your clients because um, again, often um, builders will will put a PC sum in yeah. for for say kitchen appliances, and and that that just might be a, a standard figure, but but if they if they can send these guys into to, to any one of our suppliers, um, they, then what they can actually do is for the amount they would spend, they can get a, a whole level up of yeah, of, yeah. Um, of uh, diff- different appliances, appliances. Be- better appliances. Yeah. So then that's a real strength of being able to add value, right? Which is you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. another another reason to be part of the group because you're adding value. That's right. That's and, right. Uh, well, 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 and and, and again, and and, um, and and it's not up, not up to us to say what um, what our shareholders do with their savings. Yep. I, I know that um, some will look to pass those savings on to to their their customers, and that's a competitive advantage mm. for them to win business. Others are looking at to use it to increase their margin. Nice, yeah. Yeah. Where do you see it growing? Like you got to a thousand plus. Where do you see the potential is for? Okay, so, so so here you go. So, so there's, there's eighty five thousand enterprises in the construction industry in New Zealand. Um, um, look, gosh, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I think it's, I think it's twenty percent of GDP or yeah. or something. I'm, I'm not exactly yeah. sure. Um, um, so so look, we we genuinely believe that over the next seven to ten years that we can probably. Reach eight thousand shareholders. Nice. That's sort of you know close yeah, yeah. to ten percent of the construction market. It'll be one of those things that go exponentially too. I'd say. It will. It will. Especially yeah, like yeah. when you look at the time right now. You know, high inflation, high interest rates, mm. um, supply costs have gone up and stuff. So uh, you probably are fielding more inquiries right now. And, and well, look, and, and and there's a really good point because um, I, I know you want to sort of talk about what's going to happen in the mm. economy and 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 the, the building consent data. So look, we we are. Unfortunately, set to face um, a really, really tough time economically, mm. yeah. New Zealand wide, but particularly for the construction industry. You're absolutely right. Interest rates are going to go up. Inflation's going to remain high. It's going to be hard to get working capital, yeah. and so a lot of these small and medium-sized builders are going to be looking for every possible opportunity they can get yeah. to save a little bit of money, just to just to to yeah. to, to, to keep them on the playing field with with everybody mm. else. And this is where I think that the the, the market that we've created is is really really important at this point in time yeah yeah and and once again i'd say you know i'm from learned from the earthquakes and and that sort of stuff as well was 
getting around good people that are going and helping you in the same direction is real key mm-hmm. when times are tough. Don't be by yourself, you know, yes, like get yep, around yep. good people, get mm-hmm. around someone who actually has a vision uh, and, and has pointed their boat one way, mm-hmm. um, but you've got a thousand of them pointing the boat that way. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it's probably the perfect time now, you know, if you're having or you're looking at supply costs, hey, you should be talking to to you guys. So that thousand dollars that you pay, yes. like, like does that, is that forever? Yes, so so that's that, that's a one-off fee. So so we're um, I get this question all the time. So so we're not a buying group or a buying club. Yeah. Um, when you um, t- to become a member of the co-op, um, yeah. um, you have to become a shareholder. So it's it's one thousand dollars for one thousand shares, right. and, and that's like so, so they're not tradable shares. This no. this is not something that you trade on the NZX, yeah. but they are an asset. So so if at any point in time you you were to retire or will look to exit the business, you can sell on those shares to uh, to, to to another business. Yeah. There are a couple of conditions. There's some fine print there, um, yeah. but Do you um, actually have to be a business. No, no. Look, we, we've we've got a lot of sole traders. Yeah. The, the, the um, me me as a as a DIYer, I I couldn't join. You have to be in the the business of um, of construction. But look, we've we've got a guy in. I think it's Ash Burton. He um, he builds chicken coops. We've got guys that Brilliant. build fences. Yeah. Um, um, cool. uh, we've we've got property investors. Mm. Um, um, we've just recently had a couple of architects that joined. So so if yeah. if, if your business, uh, we've got a couple of engineering firms as well. So yeah. if, if you buy, if, as part of your business, and whether that's a sole trader or a limited liability company, if, if you buy building materials from any of the main merchants, then you can become a shareholder in the co-op. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. I might become a property developer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you doing that, Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, so, so, so obviously this is the time, you know, to, to, to get in, but let's just unpack the whole, look, are you an economist? No, 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 no. I just said I've, I've got an MBA, but, yeah. but look, I, I, I tell because, because and, and this is this is sort of the the other leg to to, to my personal business. Mm. So I've been collecting the the building consent data from councils for the, the best part of the last ten years, yeah. and, and and I write a monthly report on yeah. construction activity, um, not just with respect to building consents, but also the the, the broader market activity. Yeah. And 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 so so I've got a. Very, very detailed. It, yeah. it, it, it's quite specific, but a very, very detailed knowledge of all of the the influences on the construction industry, yeah. literally across New Zealand at yeah. the time. So, so you're seeing a lot of that. You you see a lot of that because what one more thing I worry ask your economists because you hear like economists they they send a group together and they'll if one someone sees something they'll piggyback that, but no one really. And you, you kind of get the feeling that they don't really. They're kind of stabbing in the dark of what's really going on. One month or one week they say something, one week they say something else. What I've noticed from you is you're very consistent in the information that you're putting out, mm-hmm. um, and it's well thought out. Um, and I've you know I've said to a number of people, hey, you need to go re- buy his report, read his report. Mm-hmm. They're like, why? I said because he's analysing the real data. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll look, look, and and and. and um Without without sounding too negative here, I, I've been saying for the last twelve months that um, uh, I can see a decline coming forward in the construction mm. industry, and that's not just based on building consent data. No. That's that's based on the challenges we've had with supply chain constraints, yeah. the, the the high rate of inflation which is flowing through to the cost of building materials, yeah. um, and and just the. It's a perfect storm, right? Oh, look, look, uh, look. Un- un- unfortunately, it, yeah. it is. I'm going to say it. It's going to be ugly over yeah. the next twelve yeah. months, and 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 that will mean that there will be some casualties along yeah. the way. And 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 part of the reason why I've been banging the drum, whether it be about this multi-unit report or or about um, uh, the, the 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 tightening of the economy, yeah. is is because um, m- m- see 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 most of these guys um, are. Family businesses, yep. you know, they're, they're just they're, they're builders who are great at building houses. Yeah. Um, it's tough enough to run a building business yeah. at at any time, yeah. let alone trying to compete against group home builders for yeah. pricing and on a declining economy. Yeah. And, and so, part of my mission um, mm. is, is to sort of share this information because 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 most of it's out there. You've yeah. just got to find it and yeah. put it together. Put it together. And, and, and you mentioned before about. Um, the reports. One of the comments that that I get 
most frequently is, is about the readability of these things. Yeah. I sort of try and take a, a very, very complicated spreadsheet or set of data analytics and turn it into something that's very, very simple. I use graphs and infographs to sort of yeah. to, to tell a story yeah. which makes it easy for people to understand. Yeah, and that's what that's what people need, right? They mm-hmm. need to, someone to take that complex into the simple. So question here, who's it going to get really ugly for you? Like... What what sort of is it is it the consumer is it the the, the you know who is it? well so so there's a the, it's a bit like an onion for one of a one of a terrible cliche <laughs> so 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 um, at the moment uh, New Zealand wide um, sales for residential construction have been have been tough yeah. over the last twelve months so that's yeah. over twenty twenty two and and that's um, you've got to dig a little bit and you've got to talk to a lot of um, uh, builders and developers to get that story because that's not necessarily no. widely publicly known but yeah. sales have been down and so of course building consents are directly related yeah. to to sales activity, yeah. um, and and if there's been a decline in sales, then then that will inevitably flow through to yeah. building consent activity. See, most of the residential construction that's being built at the moment was sold, sold. T- yeah. twelve months or eighteen yeah. months ago. Yeah. People, I don't think people understand or really get the fully of that because I, I was watching something in Australia a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about how it fallen off a cliff, but he said the real cliff was. Twelve months. Ago. Absolutely, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 you, what what what's happened is, is that you're so busy trying yeah. to just complete the work that you've got in front yeah. of you that 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 often often by the time that you you pick up that that your sales are really really down it it, it, it takes a long yeah. time to fix to, yeah. to to correct that. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, so so you focus on multi-unit developments. Mm-hmm. What's the reason for that? Like- well, look, um, um, obviously, I look at um, all aspects of the market, yeah. um, but but one of the things that I've been seeing and 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 talking about for at least the last twelve months or longer yeah. is is that I believe certainly here in Canterbury and and, and possibly in Auckland as well um, is that we've been. Overbuilding in that in that multi-unit yep. market, yep. Um, and, and and look, it's a, it's a very very complicated story to tell. It, it took me two hours to explain it to the Christchurch City Council this morning. But <laughs> but when you see, see, here's the thing: so 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 councils and governments don't build houses. No. Okay. So so let's just leave aside affordable and um, social housing yep. for the time being. But but builders build houses based on what they think they can sell. Now, yep. now, now, now whether, whether that be you looking to buy a house, that, that yep. would be what we would call a design and build, so you yep. go and see an architect, yep. or whether it be spec housing, mm. and, and, and spec is short for speculation. Yeah. And, and so what happens during times of boom, and again, I can draw parallels to the um, the, the, the boom following the earthquakes yeah. here in Canterbury, oh, is, is that builders race out and, and, and build all of these things. And, and, and many start with 50% sales or, or, or less. So, so you might be building a, a block of six units yeah. and then you um, you go, look, I've got three pre-sales and the bank goes, okay, well, look, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm yeah. going to give you some money. Yeah. And then you're out there building these things. And in the meantime, the market's, market's fallen away yeah. and you've got six, 10, 20, 30 units that, that are unsold yeah. and then and then you're struggling to make sales yeah. and then and then all of a sudden you're in trouble. Yeah. It's interesting we had we had a in our agency we had a client, well not a client, but a prospective client come and see us uh, yesterday and we flatly turned them away because they are just too late. They've got property that they can't sell. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. and look, they you know, we've got a saying, you know, never take business on unless the people want their problem in. To become your problem, but they're prepared to pay your problem price. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Even yeah. then, I don't think the money, whatever money we take, I don't think we're going to get them the result because they are too. Late. Yeah, yeah. Look, 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 look. I want to make it clear. Um, um, it, it's not like the ass is going to fall out of the market. Mm. Uh, it is going to slow significantly. I've been, I'm on public record saying that I think certainly here in Canterbury that the multi-unit market is going to come back by thirty percent. Mm-hmm. But, but even in that worst case scenario, that still means that we're likely. Can, to consent something like two thousand new units. Okay. Um, I, I did a um, um, a graph 
um, and, and it was basically a, a pie chart. And and when when you're looking to increase sales, there's there's only two ways you can do that: in, increase the size of the pie. Yep. Or take a slice of pie off somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Totally. So, oh. Simple as that. Yeah. But when the market shrinks, then then your slice of the pie gets smaller yeah. as a proportion. And 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 what's happening is that everybody else who's playing in that sandpit, yeah. they're, they're equally feeling the pressure, yeah. and they're looking to for ways in which they can increase their slice of the pie and and the only way you can increase your slice of the pie is to take it off someone else so it's a where not only are we entering a, a decline in the market yeah. but but what then happens is is that builders become very very competitive yeah and yeah. that's and that's tough yeah 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 no, another reason to be part of what you guys are doing with a co-op right <laughs> yeah yeah but, but you know the thing is there i guess it becomes even more you know if you're a buyer you have more opportunities to get a, to get deals right, and and you know if you haven't been out there, getting, you didn't have that FOMO from the last two years, and you've mm-hmm. been waiting. Mm-hmm. This is a golden time. Look, look, uh, any anyone who's been around for a while, certainly in the construction industry, look, look, it, it's a it's an unfortunate cliche: boom, then bust, then mm. boom, then bust. And but but anyone who's been in the construction industry for a while will have seen this. Yeah, and and they go. Um, Okay, it, it's a it's a long game. Yeah. Okay, and and so look, I, I won't say there's no need to panic because we are about to enter some really really tough mm. economic conditions, which is going to make it very very tough for a lot of businesses. And we've we've already yeah. seen um, a num- New Zealand wide a number of construction yeah. companies and 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 tradies go into liquidation, and and that will continue. We'll, we will see more of that. Yeah. But the, the smart guys, the guys who are paying attention, who are listening to the market intel yeah. and and aren't reacting to it just yeah. now, they'll be okay. Look, you, you, you're going to have to adjust your business size. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe you've taken on more staff, maybe you've taken on some new premises. You're going to have to to right-size your business, yeah. and, that, and that's going to cause some pain. Yeah. Um, but one of, the, one of the things which I've noticed about this boom over the last wee while as opposed to the earthquakes yeah. is that um, there don't seem to be quite as many brand-new Ford Rangers and nah. jet skis around. <laughs> so so I, maybe, maybe after... Um, uh, the, the last downturn, maybe, maybe a few builders have, have yeah. been paying a bit more attention. <laughs> I think uh, I think there's still a few fill around though. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. There, there are there are some pretty nice looking raptors out yeah. there, but uh, I think it's an interesting. You know, I learned something from from a really good investor probably about a month ago. He said, "Look, Scott, when sellers got to sell, the buyers have got to buy." <laughs> You know, he says that market will there will be a potential that oh. market will still be there. Yep, so, yep, yep. So it's not all it's not all doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you don't do what you're saying, no, no, no. Uh, but, but 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 look, one of the things which, which I have noticed, and this isn't exclusive to the multi-unit market, back in the tail end of 2021, um, we saw the price of residential sections in Christchurch double. They went from mm. essentially from $450 a square meter to $1,000 a square meter in, in, in the space of about nine or nine or 10 months. And, and there was two reasons for that. One, land scarcity, yep. which, which, which led the, the, the drive to increase yep. prices. But, but secondly, is it because we were in a bit of a building boom, um, builders went batshit crazy and bought up every every piece yeah, of land they yeah, could yeah. buy and it became a bidding war. Yeah. And, and of course, now what's happening is, is a lot of builders are sitting on too much land. Yeah. And and so some are going to be forced to sell so and, and, and they'll have to take a haircut on that. Yeah. Um, but equally, a, numbers who, a number who are in a relatively good position will sit the market out, yeah. no need to panic. It'll be tough, it'll yeah. be tough, but but they, they will they will survive yeah. and, and and they'll again right size their business and mm. they'll they'll get through this. It's and that's that's going exactly what's going to happen, right? And you have to be on the right. Yeah, side yeah. Of this. But 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 equally, um, if you've got some cash, uh, there are some really good bargains out there. So yeah. if you totally, <laughs> yeah. What what do you think um, other people in other parts of the the country can learn from what we've gone through with the earthquakes? You know, just seeing what's happened, you know, and, and with the flooding, etc. Mm-hmm. What do you think people can learn from from what what we did and what we did well? And maybe what we did not so well. Mm-hmm. Um, well, look, really, really good question. So, so the very, very first thing that I would say, and and, and I've done a, a couple of videos on this with with Carl Taylor, and we were talking about the lessons learned in the in the 
from the Christchurch earthquakes. First thing, document everything. Keep all your receipts, um, take plenty of photographs, because obviously any work, any remedial work that's done by any tradie, yep. um, whether it be on behalf of an insurance company or anything, you know, you, you want to be paid for that, right? Yeah. Um, and, and so many of the disputes that arose here in and Canterbury were because of lack of documentation or, 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 or okay. not, not, not keeping the, the, yeah. the, the, the proper records. Look, look, I'm still seeing building consents come through here in Christchurch 11 years after the fact for rebuilds of houses. Wow. So, so this, and, and, yeah, and yeah. that's got to be heartbreaking. Yeah. It's got to be really, really tough. Yeah. And, and you, you'd think that we'd be over it by now. Yeah. It'll be done and dustable. Well, unfortunately, no, there are still some stragglers coming through. So, so my advice to, to anyone who has been affected, the, the most important thing is, is, um, is documentation. Keep keep part of your records. Um, emergency repairs will need to be undertaken, mm-hmm. um, and and a lot of a lot of builders and tradies will will provide the gear and provide the labour um, up front on on a promise that they're going to be paid. But in order to be paid, you know you you've got to have all those things in place back to the insurance companies, back to the homeowners. Yeah. yeah. So keeping, critically important keeping a record of all that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And look, so if you don't do that, right, you get into this whole situation where you're in... Well, you, well you're, you're, you're arguing after the fact. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so and, 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 and it's it's tough enough. It's it, it's emotionally challenging. Um, and, and, and equally remember is that there will be just as many builders and tradies whose houses have been damaged or or trashed as a result of yeah. this, and they'll be wanting to get their houses yeah. fixed just as equally yeah. quick as, as the rest of the public. I think that was one of the big things we found across it too. You, you had, like... Well, we had builders and all that come from all over the all over mm-hmm. the place, but mm-hmm. we also had a group of people that were building here. Um, so it was a it was a it was a time to be alive. As far as it was, it was so many people here. It was kind of I was saying before. It's kind of like the Wild West, but you had people here with, with their houses, you know, broken, disrupted, mm-hmm. and everything. So, was, so so look, so, so there is is a bit of a silver lining because as as the um, um, as the the building consent numbers fall away, and so therefore um, work and new residential construction gets a little bit harder, um, there will be um, a lot of work in the North Island all over that, that that does need to be done, and so so that that may mean that builders need to relocate. Yep. Um, um, I, I was was talking to a merchant the other day, and I was going, look, we've just got over the the, the supply chain crisis <laughs> and 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 the jib shortage. And all of a sudden now we've got a couple of thousand houses in Auckland that need fifty sheets of jib board. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so we, which which is going to continue to put pressure on the rest of the country. Yeah. But I, I I suspect that that one of the silver linings being as as the market falls away in some part of parts of New Zealand, there will be work in others. Yeah. Yeah, and that oh, look, I, we were having some painting done at our house the other day, and exactly the the guy was from Blenheim. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came to Christchurch. Um, during the earthquakes and then stayed, right? So yep, yep. he's relocated, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, he's grown a business here. So. Fabulous. Christchurch, beautiful place to live and work. Yeah, it is. It is a beautiful place <laughs> to live and work. Easy, like, easy access. Go surfing. Yes. Skiing, you name it. So how do you, like, so f- as a, I guess, a, a management consultant, how do you help your clients? Like, because you've got a couple of hats, right? You've obviously mm-hmm. got the co-op hat. Yes. But then you've got your management consultant hat. How do you help your clients? What's the, the process that you take people through? And why do people come to you? Like, is it? Look, it, it's um, the market that I work in, and, and this is this is with my Canterbury construction hat on, um, mm. um, it, it's a very, very small market. Yep. And, um, and, and how I started with this is, is, is literally... One-on-one contact. I mean, I, mean, I um, in in my early years did a lot of networking, a lot yep. of networking events, yep. and and, and yep. all those sort of things. And that's just that's just hard yakka. Yeah. But 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 once you get to start to know people in the industry, um, um, people start to comment on uh, the reports that you write. Yeah. Um, um, I I get asked on a regular basis to to comment in, in the media um, and and at, at various events and, yeah. and things like that. Um, and, 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 and so what, what happens is slowly that reputation builds. But, but what I'll do is, is that, and again, it's a, it's a little bit about telling a story. So, so no one, which, which, is why I, which is why I've created a business out of doing this, yeah. 
No one wants to sit down and read a bloody spreadsheet. No. You know, and, and, and look at all this data from the council. But what yeah. they what they do want to know is they want to know what that means yeah. and the impact yeah. on their business. Yeah. So so by and, and I do a lot of one-on-one consultations. I do a lot of workshops where where um, uh, these building companies will, will get me to come in and talk to their key staff about about the market. And it'll be an interactive sort of backwards yeah, yeah. and forwards and and because I'm I'm looking at where their business is at specifically, because whilst generically all these businesses are, are, are kind of in the same market, yeah. everyone's got a unique unique set of circumstances yeah, yeah. as to the type of the, what, what they're building, their financial exposure and all those sort of things there. And so what I'm trying to do is provide resources and information that helps them to understand their place in the market. Nice. Yeah. And so... Uniquely for each business that you deal with. That's right. Yes, yes. That's very valuable, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, look, look, look. A lot of the stuff is, is is the same. You know, I mean, we're all facing interest rate increases. It's it's harder for everyone to get access to money. But but by looking at um, what you're building and and how that relates to the current market. Yeah. See, see, one of the things that I'm able to do is I'm able to sort of drill down really, really deep in this data. And this this is mm. what what I've done with this multi-unit report. Yeah. Um, I, I've looked at. The, the type and style of dwelling we're building. I'm looking at the average size. I'm looking yep. at the cost of construction. And 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 most of these guys are operating in a similar but slightly different space of, space of yep. the market. And so being able to sort of pull out the data that relates to that and, and looking at the broader data, I can say, well, look, you guys are here. This is what's happening to the market. Uh, look, a, a, really, a really good example is... is we have, and I mentioned before about overbuilding. Yeah. Um, it, it's not just about overbuilding. It's also about building the wrong, the wrong thing isn't, isn't the right word. Um, we've, what we've built is predominantly one and two bedroom units. Yeah. And, that, and that's cool because, yeah. because that fulfills a certain segment of the market. But what we're seeing now is, is that that market has become saturated yeah. and there's been a real lack of yeah. Three and four Three bedroom, and four. even in this multi-unit space, or equally with car parks. Yeah. There's been a lot of these units that have been built without car parks. Um, and that's okay. There's a certain segment of the market that wants that. But I'm seeing that that, that market is now saturated. Mm. And, and so a lot of the feedback I'm getting from architects and developers is, is that they're sending their projects back to be reworked, reworked. because because they're they're going I I I can no longer sell these things yeah. and and I now need to be operating in a different segment of the market. Yeah, I'll bring a different product to the market. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I was talking to a mate the other day who was looking at buying uh, a product for his for his mum, and it was a two bedroom, but it had mm-hmm. no garage. And, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Well, if there's no internal garage, I'm not putting mum in it because I want her to be able to drive in, mm-hmm. shut mm-hmm. the garage door, be safe, you mm-hmm. know, versus parking on the road." And you know, yeah, look, look. I was like, "Well, what? You know, you can build for one type of the person, but there are other people out there that yeah, want yeah, yeah, yeah. So three and four bedrooms." Um, so do you see like there's just an undersupply of that in, in Christchurch here? Is that is that what you're what you're picking up? Certainly at the moment. If if you if you look at the the, the size of of, um, of dwellings being consented, the, the, the average size of all these multi units that have been consented certainly over the last twelve mm. months is about eighty six square meters. Okay, oh, wow. and 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 the the average. Um, sorry, I'm going to talk some numbers here. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the average household occupancy in Christchurch. Is two point six five persons per household. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. See, so that, that so, so you can't fit two point six five people into an eighty six square meter unit. I mean, I mean you can, but yeah. not as a not 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 as not as a housing stock across the whole no. of our housing housing no. um, uh, population. Yeah. That's... And 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 so, so, so again by sort of and, and as I said. There's a certain segment of the market who absolutely want to buy these things, yeah. whether they be first-home buyers or investors um, for, for rental properties, and that's that's absolutely great. But you can't build all your stock of all of our new housing yeah, yeah. that size there. And, and understanding all those other things in, in the broader market yeah. is, is something that, that a lot of 
build his mess. Yeah. I think uh, one thing I've just got from, from listening to you, you're very passionate about this, right? <laughs> uh, which I love, right? Yeah. yeah. So let's, let's look at, look, let's look at that because uh, if we talk about marketing for a bit and we talk about building a personal brand, um, you know, you're, you, I can tell you've built that on a reputation of being passionate about an industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't, I don't mind telling a few home truths every yeah. now and again as well, which, yeah. <laughs> but I think, you know, growing a personal brand, what have you seen the keys to that? Like, Turning up every day. What's your? Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, look, look. Absolutely. And 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 in, in times of adversity, you've just got to sort of put your head down. And yeah. and and bloody hard work, I think, yeah. is 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 the key thing. Um, I, I mentioned before about um, uh, personal relationships with your clients. I mean, I'm in a. Yeah. What what I do with my building consent data is, is completely different with the co-op but yeah. w- w- with with the co-op um you know we have a um, a, a broad new zealand wide target market and yeah. again I, I said before you know the, the the size of that construction industry is absolutely massive and yeah. so our our marketing tactics our um the way we communicate with that market is completely different yeah. to, to what i'm doing um with with my building consent data um Look, look. I, I would estimate that the potential size of of the people who want to talk to me um, is, is is maybe three or four hundred deep. Yeah. And, and and so the way you go about approaching that particular mm. market is completely different to the way we go about sort of marketing the co-op. Marketing the co-op. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So building that personal brand has really helped you grow. A- a- absolutely, that, with that, that question. Of and, and and of course, one thing leads to the other. Yeah, because um, you've seen it as a thought leader, right? Well, that's, so that's then right. You can yeah. Add value to mm-hmm. to the conversation over at the co-op mm-hmm. as well. Um. One thing I really want to talk to you about also was mindset, and I think you've got a really good take on mm-hmm. on your perspective of how you one protect your mindset. How do you grow your mindset? And it's, mm-hmm. it's around having a peer group. Let's talk a little bit about that. What do you do there? Um, well, look, that was one of the reasons why I, I did an MBA in the first place. Uh, yeah. You know, I had been I had been in, in, in management for, for for quite some time, and it sort of you hear this all the time, sort of reach that sort of natural ceiling where um, I really needed something else. And so so, so the MBA gave me that broader perspective on the market. But yep. um, so I've always been a learner, a reader, yep. um, a study of, of, of what's going on. But but in, in and, and when I first started, you know, look at look, you know, networking events yep. and, and, and all those things yeah. which are available to all of us, yep. you know, turning up and meeting people and talking to people. Um, but what I've one of the things I've developed now is that I've got got a, a a peer group of, of of maybe seven or eight people that, that nice. I've developed some really really special relationships and, and and they're across a wide variety of industries lawyers and accountants and 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 and, and other business people and um, it, it's a bit of a a, a mentoring session yep. back backwards and forwards and nice. and, and we meet infrequently um, sometimes one-on-one sometimes two or three of us will, will yep. get together and we we talk about our businesses and the challenges and I th- look one of the other challenges in the construction industry is is that because it's predominantly blokes blokes don't like to talk about their feelings yeah. or, or and, and and one of the things and this is this is as a management consultant what I've found is is that builders often won't reach out for help until they're already in the shit. Yeah. And, 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 and sometimes that's too late. I've, yeah. I've, I've had to deal with a number of clients who yeah. the only option is, is, is liquidation. Yeah. And, and whereas six months, 12 months, Prior to that, and and so so I I, I take those lessons on board, yeah. and, and and I talk to to my peer network about the things that are going on in my business, the influences that I'm seeing, yeah. and and sometimes sometimes you'll you'll get told a few things which which yeah. you don't necessarily want to hear, but I I think the ability to to listen and, yeah. and take that advice from people who have an alternative perspective yeah. is really, really important. Yeah, it is really important yeah. because sometimes you only can see it your way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think having hard conversations is is extremely important as well and not being afraid to have those, you know. Um, if you are going through some tough times, let yeah. people know. Um, and I think obviously, you know, the, in the industry, the mental health side of things has been, it's a real Yeah, concern, look, look, right? look, it really is. Look, look uh, shout out to mates in construction yeah. and, um, and, and, um, it's it's been and will continue to be a a, a topic which is um, is a challenge for people to sort of talk about. Yeah. But the, the the more we talk about that, I think it's really yeah. really because because look 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 again um, f- for most of these guys, this isn't 
I want to say this isn't a business, but but it's uh, you know it started out as being a job. It started out yeah. as being a passion. The number of guys that I know who are absolute craftsmen at their yeah. at their job, yeah. and and it's it's very very easy to start out in construction, man in a van with a dog, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 away you go. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm building chicken coops. I'm building fences or whatever. Yeah. But to take that. From from being a something you're really really good at to being a sustainable ongoing business yeah. is, is a real challenge. Yeah. And and it, when times are tough and when the economy's tough, um, you know some of these guys aren't even talking to their wives about some yeah. of this stuff. Yeah. You know you might go down to the pub and it's oh it's all good and yeah, yeah, yeah. how's business going? And but yeah. when, when what they really want to say is I'm really struggling, yeah. mate. And whether it be mentally yeah. or whether it be financially, yeah. the ability to talk it out. Um, is uh, is is really important, and, and generally, probably the two of them are matched together. You know, because look, I've been in business a while and had a few businesses. No one ever taught me the financial side of stuff. Mm, right? I had to mm. learn that, yeah, yeah, uh, and understand how to control money. I was actually talking to uh, someone before about that, and I think that's some of the things. I guess the co-op can really help their show shareholders with is how to actually manage that business and how to yeah. run a business, yeah, right? Absolutely. Um, because I know you know once find those financial pressures come on, that's when Everything else can start to spiral because they don't see a way out. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is which is a scary place. So, so a peer group—that's a pretty cool way of, of of getting around, and you get a different perspective from everyone else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, Mike, this has been a really good chat. It's gone super fast. Like <laughs> we've done nearly forty-five minutes already. Uh, I want to I want to wrap this with a, with a question because I know um, there's some people out there that really. You know, when you look at your co-op, you know, what's five, what are five things that you've learned? Because it's been super successful. Mm-hmm, you go mm-hmm. from zero shareholders to saying, hey, we're going to pitch to 30. I, I know from talking to you, you know, some, some of those big suppliers would have been a smack in the face saying, hey, we're not coming until you get this many. Yep, yep. Uh, but then you break through and you get a 1,000 shareholders, and I can mm-hmm. definitely see you going through to, to, to 8,000. What are five things that you've learned you know, allowed you to grow that co-op? Okay, so so the, the first thing is um, have have some really good business partners. Um, yep. uh, obviously, so 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 yes, I'm I'm one of the founders, yep. and and we've got um, there's there's five of us who who started the co-op, um, and and we all brought something different to the table. Yeah, we all yeah. have we all have yeah. completely different skill sets, and 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 I don't I genuinely don't think that if if we hadn't had these five key people um, that we would have made it a success. Because remember, it took two years from coming up with yeah. the idea before we had everything in place, and and that was that was just yeah. so so the right people, hard work. Yep. Okay, it, it was it was bloody hard work for those first. Well, it, it's still hard work. Yeah. Um. Um persistence yep. okay because you will get told no time and time again and and sometimes you've just got to be stubborn yeah. you're going to be realistic but but you know the 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 ability to uh, to not accept no is, is a really really important thing yeah um understand your market yep. and, and I've and we've talked about this on, yeah, on yeah. a half a dozen occasions in, in this particular video is is, is know your market Know who you want to talk to. Um, know what you want to say, yeah. um, and and just keep developing that business. What yeah. we've what we started with is it, is still our core. It is is cheaper building materials based on volume spend of all of our shareholders. Yeah. But our, but our we have sent. Look, we've we've. Um, I haven't given a plug to the cash app. We, we've now got a cash app oh, where, wow. where if you if you haven't got a trade account, and that's just that's a, a whole nother revenue stream. Um, more suppliers, um, business, uh, you know, talking talking to um, to our shareholders about about business activity, and and certainly in the case of the flooding, the resources that yeah, are available. Yeah. So so it's just it's it's continuing to grow and develop that business. Continuing to evolve. Is that enough? <laughs> yeah, that, that is that is real. I, I want to talk to the hard work part for a second yeah, because yeah. I think that's. You know, I was seeing uh, from a business perspective, and I'm not sure, you know, some people, I'm not sure how committed they are to working hard anymore. You know, it's it's become, mm-hmm. whether it's become, uh, you know, like you see this afterpay generation, you know, and it might upset a few people here, but yep, yep. but it's real easy to have stuff that you want versus mm-hmm, mm-hmm. saving, working, saving, yep. working, saving, you know, um, what, do you, what do you think about hard work? Have we lost it here or, or is it is it coming back? Um 
Most of the guys that I know in the construction industry work incredibly hard. Um, look, yeah. I, I, I would temper that with, with what I said about working a little bit smarter oh, as so. well. And that's where I come back to the, yeah. the knowledge and the information. You, you've got to pay attention to what's going on. But, but um, look, again, and I don't want to be unkind on... on <laughs> People who are younger than me, um, but but you know, I think that was something that we sort of grew up with was the was the understanding yeah. of hard work and yeah. the value of of yeah. sort of that there, and yeah. and I think that um, uh, it's it's important to keep telling that story is yeah. is that persistence and and look there, there, there are times when you when you just uh, okay I've I've got to change tack I've got to do something yeah. else because the reality bites um, that um, you, you you've reached a dead end and you've got to look for something else hopefully you'll see that before you get to that yeah. point um, but I, I think the ability to just keep talking about um, hard work because how, how many times have you heard this phrase is that is that um, the harder I work, the, the luckier I seem to get. Yeah. You know what I'm talking and about. It's so true, right? Like it's <laughs> yeah. so, true. True. so true. And persistence is the key to that, right? Yes. Because you just have to be prepared to know where you're going, be focused on that. Hey, we're going to get to 8,000 shareholders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've proven already. We've got from zero to 1,000. Yep, yep. We, we know this model works, so we're just going to be persistent now. We're going to we understand our market. We understand the problems they have at the at the change of the market too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think that's a skill as well that you guys have done quite well. You've, you've entered the conversation that's going on in the, in, in the market and the media quite well. Uh, and the more you develop that, the, the, the more exponential that you will grow. And then continuously offering value. Yes, um, yeah, va- value. Uh, yeah, yeah, look, yeah, look, look that's, that's the big thing. Because at, because at the end of the day is, is um, the only way the co-op succeeds um, is, is if, if our shareholders spend choose to yeah. spend their money with our with our suppliers. Yeah, yeah. And and because it's a it's, it's a three-pronged partnership yeah, yeah, because true. we've we've got the, the the shareholders, so the builders in the market, we've got our suppliers and, and then we've got the cooperative which enables those things to happen. Yeah. Mike, this has been an awesome chat. I really appreciate your time. If someone wants to get hold of you, where where's the best place to get hold of you? Um so so look the the, the easiest thing is uh to, to go to our website which is CBS Co-op .co.nz. Um, all of our sort of contact details are, are, are on there. Um, the other place you can find me is LinkedIn. So just uh, just look for, uh, for for Mike Blackburn on on LinkedIn, and you'll find me there. And my all my contact details, my email address, and my phone number are on there. Ha- and, and happy to chat. That's awesome. I appreciate your time. We'll actually have uh, Mike's details on below show notes here as well. So you're able to find him on LinkedIn. Uh, he shares some really, really good information. So I appreciate your time today. Thank you, Scott. Thank you for uh, awesome. being on the podcast. Thank you. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, please share uh, the podcast. And we really, really appreciate you being here today. Thanks for your time. Have a great day. Thank you. Hi, Scott here again. Hey, thanks for listening to the Marketing for Business podcast. Uh, We really appreciate you taking the time to listen and we hope that you learned a lot from today's episode. Uh, If you could be so kind as to rate and share the podcast with your other business friends and colleagues, that'd be awesome. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, why don't you head over to our website, www.getdigitalinfluence.com, where we've got a whole bunch of other amazing interviews with business owners. Thanks for your time and have a great day.